Good morning, and here is the sermon for Sunday the 10th of May, um, and it's Mark chapter 2, verses 21 to 22. And if you'd rather see me as I speak, then go onto my Facebook page on Sunday morning, and you should be able to find the sermon on there. Mark 2, 21, 22. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. If he does, the patch tears away from it the new from the old, and a worse tear is made. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is destroyed, and so are the skins. But new wine is for fresh wineskins. Just before the lockdown, my laptop died, and I suddenly found a new meaning to putting new wine into old wineskins. My laptop had all my old sermons, Bible studies and notes from conferences and seminars over many years, plus a lot more. Rob, the guy who pronounced the demise of my laptop, offered me a refurbished one so I could continue working. But I said I wanted one that had a VGA connection, and guess what? New laptops only have HDMI connections. Although it was possible to retrieve the files from my old laptop, most of them were created using a word processing system called Microsoft Works. Now Microsoft stopped selling and supporting this package a few years ago. Jan has kindly offered to lend me her laptop, but it doesn't have Works. And I can't find the old Works um, disk that I had to download it onto her machine. I have a lot of old files that I cannot access with my new computer. I tried downloading a program that converts works into Word, which is the new system, but for some reason it it doesn't seem, seem to work for me. Some time ago, somebody, probably Janice, suggested I should start writing my sermons in the word processing package. But I was used to the old system, And I decided to continue with it. I now wish I'd listened as I'm having to reinvent several things that I regularly use. We're in a time of waiting and I believe we'll emerge from our old way of doing things to embrace a new system, a new way of being church. Things we have done in the past will no longer have the impact they once had. We need to look for new skins, for new wine, or in my case, new operating systems for new files. At our Bible study on Wednesday evening, we discussed what people wanted this new church to look like. And we agreed that we want to have a church that embraces all generations and considered how we might achieve this. A lot of the discussion centred around the style of our Sunday worship, and how we can attract people into our building. But near the end of a discussion, somebody suggested it might need to start before we get to what we do on a Sunday. Acts 5 verse 12 uh, onwards, and it talks about the early church growing despite opposition from the authorities. And the reason for it was that people on the outside saw something from the people on the inside that was far more attractive than what they were living with. 
And I believe we need to start by showing people around us who are trying to come to terms with and make sense of this crisis that while we may not have all the answers, we have a God who carries us through the darkness and gives us peace in it. On Wednesday mornings, the B1 leaders have been working through some John Maxwell teaching about how to lead in a crisis. And one of the statements he made this week was, when you know what your values are, it's easy to make decisions. And one of my problems, of course, is that our values are recorded under my old file system and I can't read them. So I needed to think what they might be. Now, as, as a ground level church, we have stated values, relationship, partnership, resourcing, word and spirit. And I've added prayer to that value. Relationship is vital. Acts 5.12 says they were all with one accord. The church was worshipping together, working together and witnessing together. There was no place for the ones who wished to set themselves apart. It's important for us as church to come together and to be together. I know that not everyone has the technology to join together. I just want to stop for a moment and commend John Sparks. He wanted so much to be a part of the community chat that he ordered himself a tablet and he learned how to use it and get online. You know, the issue isn't so much about whether we have the technology or not. But do we have the heart to be one of accord? Partnership utilises each other's strengths. Over the years, we've partnered with other organisations to make an impact in the town. Street Parsoners is a partnership of people from lots of churches based at North Street. B1 Churches is predominantly church leaders gathering together at North Street, but the focus is on prayer and seeking what we can do together in the town. Kate and I are running an Alpha course in partnership with Awaken 24-7 project. And Chamberlain's and the recent Lord's Kitchen were done in partnership with us. I believe if we want to see younger people coming into the church, we need to seek partnership with people who understand the needs of young people and have the ability to connect with them and attract them to be part of a new initiative. And then resources. Resourcing, providing the tools to get the job done. One of our biggest resources is our building. But church is not the building. But it's about how we can use what we have to facilitate people encountering God's presence. I've been encouraged over the years that we've not been too precious about our building, that we haven't restricted the way it's used because we need to embrace even more radical ways of using what we have if we want to reach the town with the gospel. I've got a friend who's a pastor in Hong Kong. His church is in a shopping mall and they have windows down the side of the church overlooking the corridor where the shoppers go past. Somebody in the church asked if they could draw the blinds on the windows as they found the people peering in was a distraction. But the leadership decided that instead of closing the blinds, 
they would actually open the windows so that people couldn't just see but could hear what was going on. You know, our building's a great resource. We just need to find ways for the public to find out what goes on inside. You know, we can't open the windows, but we can make sure the doors are always open. And again, it's down to us to encourage those who are outside to come in. And then finally, words, spirit and prayer. Everything hinges on it. Back in Acts 5, verse 20, the apostles were put in prison for preaching. But an angel set them free, but gave them the instruction, get back out there and share words of life. We need to remain strong on the word of God and reliant on the Holy Spirit to give us insight into his truths and boldness to speak them out without compromise. You know, one of the biggest things people are looking for today is authenticity. It's been interesting listening to the daily government briefings and seeing how people react to them. The media try to find ways to apportion blame. The opposition seek ways to criticise and suggest they could do better. But I believe the vast majority of people recognise that Whilst the government may not have got everything right, they've tried to do their best. We may not have all the answers, but God's word gives us ways in which we can deal with, with whatever comes before us. And the Holy Spirit gives us encouragement to face the future with total confidence in God. And we also have the advantage of prayer that the world doesn't understand. You know, most people will cry out on a crisis to, to God. But we have a relationship with him built on prayer over many years. We understand not just about crying out to God in desperation, but in hearing from God in the storm and understanding his answers. That still small voice that speaks to us amidst all the hustle and bustle around us. You know, just like with my computer system, I've got to embrace a new way of working and find a way to incorporate everything that mattered from the past. And with the church, we've got to find new ways of reaching people, of incorporating that which was good from the past and letting go of that which restricted God from moving. Let's be a people who make good decisions based on our values, relationship, partnership, resourcing, word, spirit and prayer. Amen.